New York Giants go to New England for joint practices with the New England Patriots. What are we going to be watching for? What can we expect? We're going to answer all those questions and more with special guest Mike DeBate, host of the Locked on Patriots podcast and publisher over at Patriots Maven on Fan Nation coming up here on the Locked on Giants podcast. are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. I am Patricia Trena. Joining me today is Mike DeBate, my good friend, a guy who I don't get a chance to talk to very often, but when I do, I take it every opportunity I get because he's just so awesome. He is the host of the Lock on Patriots podcast. He is also the site manager over at Patriots Maven, part of the SI Fan Nation Network, which, by the way, also incorporates Giants Country, which I manage. Michael, great to have you on the show. Always happy to see that smiling face. Uh, Patricia, far too kind, I assure you, but it's always an honor, always my privilege to join you on the microphone. And it's always great when we have something meaningful to talk about. And uh, these next couple of days coming up in New England, uh, culminating with uh, Sunday's game in the Meadowlands uh, is going to make it a fun week for both franchises. Absolutely, it is. And we're going to talk about the joint practices, which begin today as you as listeners and viewers are watching this podcast or listening to this podcast, depending on where you're getting your information. So. Mike, we've got to start off, I think, with the quarterback situation for the Patriots. Now, um, uh, Cam Newton, I guess, tested or went and and broke protocol, and now he's uh, out for, I think, Wednesday, might be back Thursday, which means the Giants are going to see probably Mac Jones, I would imagine, um, on Wednesday at the very least. What can you tell us about Mac Jones as a quarterback? What have you seen from him, and what kind of challenges do you think he might pose for the Giants' defense? Well, basically, when it comes to Mac Jones, Patricia, the thing that I've been most impressed with is poise and readiness uh, to be able to lead a team as a rookie, Uh, something that we had anticipated when he was drafted by the New England Patriots. A lot of people looked at him and said he's a very good logistical fit. He runs the type of offense that the Patriots love to run here in New England, predicated on quick throws, accurate Get your receiver in stride, put it where only the receiver can get it, and make sure that you're delivering those throws accurately and on time. Mac Jones has been everything at as he's been um, basically been everything that uh, that most people have advertised him as. And in a lot of ways, it's been very refreshing to see a young man of this caliber come in and be able to do things under you know sometimes difficult situations. Ultimately, uh, Cam has looked solid in camp as well. I definitely don't want to take anything away from Cam Newton because he's come in and looked much more comfortable in this offense. Uh, He's anticipating his throws a little bit better. His arm has looked stronger and he has more confidence. And I think that um, Josh McDaniels summed this up very well the other day. The offensive coordinator here in New England basically said that Cam now understands the why in addition to the what needs to be done. He understands why the ball needs to be in a certain spot. And for that, you've seen definite good things come from him. But Mac is someone that I think can 
pose some sort of difficulty for any opposing team, whether it be the Giants or anyone he's facing, simply because he does have the ability to read pre-snap very quickly. He picks it up uh, in a way that I haven't seen many quarterbacks be able to do. Um, I'm going to invoke the name of Tom Brady here for just a moment, not comparing the two by any stretch, uh, but Mac does have that ability, that pre-snap read that Tom was so adept at being able to do. I see a little bit of that in, uh, in Mac Jones. So that may cause some defenses difficulty because Mac is very capable of going no huddle, up-tempo, leading his team and getting to the end zone. We saw him do it in a couple of preseason games and lead that two-minute drill very effectively. That's something, if I'm the Giants, I'm keeping an eye on, and I want to see what he can do with that in joint practices. Now, I know the system is what it is. You know, it's Josh McDaniels' system. That said, I've got to imagine there are some slight variations between, you know, when Mac is in there versus when Cam is in there. Again, from, from if you're the Giants, what do you expect as far as like the differences with Mac running the offense versus, say, Cam, if he does come back by Thursday? Well, and the differences are going to be marked. And in a lot of ways, I think Giants fans and the Giants team itself are expecting that. Uh, when Mac is in the game, it's much more timing based. It's much more predicated on those quick, accurate throws, uh, finding your receiver in stride, moving the ball downfield, utilizing play action to set up the run, things of that nature. Uh, I also look for the Patriots to try to utilize that 12-man personnel we've been hearing so much about in the offseason. Hunter Henry and Jean Smith have not been healthy on the same field together very much this offseason, definitely not during the preseason. Neither one of them have been able to find the uh, the field together to really make that work. Can the Patriots maybe incorporate a little bit of that over the course of the next couple of days? If they do, Mac is a very effective quarterback to be able to run it. But for that matter, so is Cam Newton. When Cam is in the game, though, it's much more predicated on the run attack. It's much more predicated on quickness, uh, getting to the line of scrimmage, being able to utilize that run. Cam has been very adept at the check down, but he's also proved that he can move the ball downfield as well. So in that regard, it's going to be a little bit more timing based with Mac Jones. It's going to be a little bit more athleticism based with Cam Newton, but ultimately the goal is still the same. They're going to utilize play action. They're going to utilize their receivers, but they're going to lean heavily. Both quarterbacks are going to lean heavily on the running game. Hey, Giant fans, it's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron for the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus when you use the code LOCKEDON. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to horse racing, don't wait to take advantage of all the great offers for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Now let's talk a little bit about the defensive side. I, I know the last time the Giants faced the Patriots in the regular season, Daniel Jones was, was a rookie. And the Patriots did all kinds of funky things to confuse him. That was a couple of years ago. 
I don't anticipate, as I'm sure you don't, that the Patriots are going to do funky things with, with, you know, disguising coverages and blitzes and all this stuff. That being said, you know, Daniel Jones is expected to, you know, get practice reps in the joint practices. He's also mm-hmm. expected to uh, play in the preseason game. Joe Judge has said that it's he's going to get about a half's worth of work, maybe a little bit more, depending on how the week goes. What can the Giants offense, the newly revamped Giants offense, I might add, maybe expect as far as challenges against the Patriots defense? Well, the Patriots were very, um, let me be diplomatic here, Patricia. They were very uh, below average when it came to stopping the run and setting the edge last season. New England was 26th ranked in the, in the league on run defense. You know that statistic kept Bill Belichick up around the clock all off season long. He does not want to see that. That is something that is very difficult for him to take. And he went out this off season and made acquisitions to be able to improve that, to be able to make sure that that's a distant memory. And the acquisitions that he's made in that department, especially in the front seven, have definitely paid dividends so far. Most of all, Matt Judon coming in, being a member of this interior of the uh, the, uh, the linebacking core, he has been tremendous. Everything as advertised and more. He truly is uh, a hand-in-glove fit for this team. The way he's able to get after the quarterback, allow the linebackers to be able to get into coverage, even allow guys like a Juwan Bentley or you know someone like that to be able to drop back into coverage, which is not their strong suit, but it's something that they can do. Judon has been such an amazing addition to this linebacking core, and he continues to dazzle every time he's out there. But the other thing that the Patriots did was really fortify the middle of that defensive line. That's something they had a lot of difficulty with last year, whether it be uh, the lack of a presence of a true nose tackle uh, or difficulty setting the edge. The Patriots did have that opportunity this year to go in and to bring in guys that could clog the muddle, that, that could clog the middle, excuse me, true run stuffers, whether it be Devon Godchow from the Miami Dolphins coming in, acting as that interior presence. Henry Anderson coming over from the Jets, a true run stuffer, one of the better run stuffers in the AFC last year statistically. So these guys can definitely do their job of keeping the run stifled, and that frees up guys like Dietrich Wise Jr., Chase Winovich, to be able to set the edge and be able to get after the quarterback. So if I'm the New York Giants and I'm Daniel Jones, I'm keeping an eye on Henry Anderson. I'm keeping an eye on Chase Winovich, keeping an eye on Dietrich Wise Jr., finding out where they are on the field, because if they're getting to me very quickly, it's a sign that the New England Patriots are doing a good job of keeping the middle solidified, and that those linebackers are doing a great job in coverage. Now, in terms of just the big picture, which matchups in the coming week are you most excited or most curious to see um, from the Giants and the Patriots? Well, obviously, with the Patriots having difficulty stopping the run, you want to see what they're going to be able to do against Saquon Barkley. And even even though he might be still getting his legs back under him from the injury last year, he's still one of the most dynamic runners in the league, and I expect big things out of him. So are the Patriots going to be able to see a marquee running back, which all due respect to the Washington football team and the Philadelphia Eagles, this is the best runner that the Patriots will have faced this offseason. It's a good test for them. But they, I also am curious to see this secondary and how they're going to be able to handle Daniel Jones, who's mobile, who's got the ability to make plays happen. He's a playmaker and someone that's exciting to watch. So can the Patriots secondary be able to stifle that receiving core that the Giants have, be able to keep them in check? So I'm looking forward to seeing that on the defensive side of the ball. 
Offensively, obviously, you want to see how Mac Jones is going to be able to handle starting level reps consistently for as long as the Patriots are going to give him the opportunity to be able to do that. Now, whether Mac takes the lion's share of those or whether it's Cam right now is still up for grabs. Cam should be back on the field on Thursday. So that should tell us a little bit about who we might see under center for New England. But really, it's going to be all about seeing the quarterbacks and how they're able to lead this offense, especially with the upgrades that they've made at tight end, the upgrades that they've made at the, um, at wide receiver, the passing game is what I think a lot of fans are clamoring to see in New England. They want to see some sort of improvement because they know the offensive line is going to be solid and they know the running game is going to be the big part of it too. Now, a big story for the Giants is obviously the return of Joe Judge to New England where he basically formed his NFL career. That's where he got his first NFL action, if you will, as, as an assistant <laughs> coach on Bill's uh, coaching staff. Joe spoke to us uh, earlier in the week and said that, look, you know, I'm not going to get sentimental. I'm just going up there. I've got to go, you know, my, my job is to get this team, this Giants team's ready. I don't want to be, you know, Bill Jr., you know, so to speak. But, you know, every coach says, okay, I want to be my own man. I want to focus on the present or the present and the future. That said, you know, when you look at the big picture, what are some of the things that you think a coach like Joe Judge can take from a Bill Belichick, having spent so many years in that program and seeing how it's done up close and personal. I think the biggest thing that you can take away from being a coach under Bill Belichick is never let the moment get too big for you. And that's something that I see in Joe. And that's something I saw in Joe here when he was special teams coordinator and helping the wide receivers and doing everything that he did in so many titles that he held here in New England and did all of his jobs well. We actually asked Bill about this a couple of days ago in anticipation of this week's uh, events. And he was very effusive in his praise of Joe Judge, as you might expect, saying that no matter what we asked Joe to do, he not only did it, but he did it well. And if there was room for improvement, he made sure to keep doing it until he did it well. That's a very, very big piece of praise coming from Bill Belichick. When he goes that extra mile to say that even though he had areas of improvement, to, for him to be able to give him the credit of working at it until he was either a master or close to doing what he needed to do is something that spells a lot about Joe Judge. So I think it's preparedness, obviously, um, you know, the, the on-field savvy and the strategy that comes from working on a Bill Belichick coached, uh, you know, staff, but at the same time, never letting that moment get too big for you is so big. And I think such an underrated part of why um, Joe has done such an amazing job uh, the last year or so in uh, in New York, simply because he came to this job knowing that it was something he could do. He knew his strengths and he knew that those strengths were going to be exactly what his team needed to move forward. So I, for one, am really happy to see how he has progressed and the success he's having. And he'll continue to have that because he keeps his feet on the ground. And that's something that to me is indelible. That that's, that's a big part of being a successful head coach, especially one that comes from a successful tree, like the one Bill Belichick has, uh, has given all these years. Yeah, indeed. He's the job has definitely not been too big for him. Now, Mike, let's talk about the joint practices, um, which again, start off today as people are listening or viewing this podcast. Has Belichick spoken to you guys about the format, what to expect, what they want to accomplish? I know Judge touched a little bit on it, said it was going to be kind of similar to what they did last week against Cleveland with maybe some tweaks here and there. But, you know, this is a team that 
you know, Joe obviously knows the personnel a lot better than he does the Browns personnel. He knows who we can trust. And I think that's also going to influence, you know, whether or not Saquon Barkley gets into the mix or Kyle Rudolph, if he comes off of, um, you know, the pup list. So what is Bill Belichick said about the practices, the formats, or has he not said anything about it yet? Well, we tried to ask him a little bit about that on Tuesday morning, and Bill basically said, well, that's the format, and that's the way we wanted to do it, so that's what we're going to do. In true Bill Belichick fashion, not a whole lot. But on Monday, he was a little bit more talkative when we did ask him about the format and what we could expect. And Bill was very... um, vague as he usually is, but um, insightful. You kind of have to read between the lines when it comes to what Bill is saying. And Bill essentially said that these days are going to be about learning about the Patriots strengths, about the Patriots weaknesses, getting tested by a very competent opponent, an opponent that knows this team very well, especially a coach like Joe judge who has coached a lot of these guys. He knows their tendencies, whether he coached them here in new England during their first run or whether they're back now in a second run, Joe Judge has a lot of experience with a lot of the Patriots in the locker room, so he knows their strengths and weaknesses. This is a good opportunity for the Patriots to test that. Um, In terms of game planning, uh, game planning for your opponent, that's going to be a part of it, no question about it. But Bill is more, uh, I think, focused on internal preparations, as I'm sure Joe is. Um, That's really where this is coming from. So in terms of tipping their hand uh, and what the Patriots might do in terms of a opponent-specific strategy. Probably not going to see a lot of that on Sunday, but you will see the Patriots try to do everything that they can to find out how far they can push their strengths and how far they can take those limits and still be able to take the hit and remain on their feet. That's what I look forward to from the Patriots, and that's going to be their MO coming up on Sunday and also during the next couple of days of practice. Giant fans, we have plenty more coming up on this edition of the Locked On Giants podcast. But first, Built Bar is a healthy, low-carb, low-sugar, and high-protein treat that will satisfy your sweet tooth. Choose from nine amazing flavors plus the occasional limited-time offering available in nut and nut-free varieties. Visit BuiltBar.com and get 15% off your first order with the promo code LOCK15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 at BuiltBar.com for 15% off your first order. Now, I know you don't follow the Giants personnel like I do, but that said, you're familiar with some of the names, obviously, because like I said, um, a lot of guys actually have come down from the Patriots. A lot of coaches have come down from the Patriots. Anything in particular, you know, and I know you've got your list of things for the Patriots that you want to see, but from the Giants perspective, anything in particular you're really, really, really curious about besides, you know, maybe seeing if Saquon Barkley gets a few team reps against the Patriots? Well, obviously, you know, you look at the big ticket items, you want to see Saquon Barkley, you want to see Daniel Jones and see his progression and how he has settled into the role of being the man in New York. Uh, personally, I'm really looking forward to seeing Logan Ryan. Uh, I just, I love every time he's able to to come up and to, to spend time. Logan has been one of my favorite guys to cover. So I, I truly am looking forward to that. Uh, Kenny Galladay in this offense, I'm looking forward to seeing that and seeing how these things are going to, uh, you know, to progress there. 
The Giants, I think, had quietly one of the better off seasons in this uh, in the NFL, especially in the NFC in their conference. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the Giants can do. They're kind of like one of my sleeper picks that maybe some people are giving them the credit that they deserve, and I I give them kudos for that. But maybe on a national level, not getting quite the credit I think this team deserves. They are well equipped on both sides of the ball to be disruptive. Looking forward to seeing that defense taking another uh, you know leap and and trying to see you know the up uh, uh, the up and coming stars that they have there as well. So a lot that I'm looking forward to, but just really seeing how they're taking their approach on both sides of the ball and being able to put it into building a winning team in New York. I think it's closer on the horizon than a lot of people think. Hopefully. I mean, I know a lot of Giant fans would be happy with that. Now, there's also a hidden story that I think is emerging here with these joint practices. My understanding is the Patriots need a kicker. Am I correct with that? (laughs) Well, it depends on who you ask. Nick Folk made his triumphant return to the field yesterday, uh, I should say on Monday, um, and uh, he was also on the field again yesterday on Tuesday. Um, Quinn Nordine is starting to emerge as someone that could push Nick a little bit for that starting job. Quinn had the yips a little bit against uh, Philadelphia the other night. He missed a couple of field goals, missed some extra points. And I should say he missed a field goal, but he missed a couple of extra points. And that really got people wondering, well, maybe the, the clock struck midnight on him and some of the Cinderella stories we were hearing about him. But Quinn's bounced back nicely. He looked pretty good in practice on Tuesday. I had him four for five from distances that were difficult to gain from our vantage point. But uh, Quinn's got a strong leg. Uh, I think that that's uh, a very uh, good uh, uh, you know thing in his favor. But Nick has got the steadiness and the consistency that I think the Patriots are going to look for. So um, it might end up being a, a quarter. Uh, excuse me, a kicker battle uh, in addition to the quarterback battle that's going on right now uh, that might go right down to the final wire. Well, the Giants, I don't think, have a quarterback <laughs> to spare, but they might have a kicker to spare. Ryan Santosa, that's, that's the story I was kind of getting at. Um, there's been a, a report rap sheet over at NFL Network saying mm-hmm. that, you know, the Giants have been getting interest in Ryan Santoso, who has a very, very strong leg. Um, but of course, the Giants having signed Graham Gano to a to a contract extension last uh, last season, no room for Santoso, unfortunately. So that's why I brought that up, because, you know, Judge, after, you know, spending a couple a, a couple of days last week with the Browns getting to see some of their players up close and personal, especially for offensive line help. And now with the Patriots on deck, there's always the the chance that come roster cut down dates, there might be some players available. So I I thought of, you know, for the Patriots, maybe Santosa, but let me ask you this. A lot of people still think that the Giants might be in the market for offensive line help. Can you talk a little bit about the Patriots offensive line status? Do they have some guys that are really, Maybe good, but because of the numbers, might be on the bubble. Yeah, there are a few. I mean, the Patriots do have uh, uh, you know a couple of offensive linemen that could end up being on the cutting room floor that could be an assist uh, to the uh, the Giants. Uh, Marcus Martin uh, could be on the uh, the the cusp. There are unconfirmed reports that he might be on the release block as Tuesday's deadline passes, and uh, you know the teams have to cut down to eighty, so that could be an opportunity. Uh, Corey Cunningham has had a pretty solid camp thus far, uh, but the thing about Corey right now is because of his veteran status, I don't think that he would be someone that could be stashed on a practice squad. So Corey could be available, someone who could end up being a swing, maybe play a little tackle or a guard. He does have the versatility to be able to do it. Um, James Ferentz, to me, is someone that could really help a team at center 
James has had a phenomenal training camp, but because of the depth that the Patriots have there when it comes to David Andrews as the starter, Teddy Karras as his backup, and you look beyond what James can do, he's really a prototypical center and not much else. He doesn't have a lot of experience being able to slot in at either the tackle or the guard position. He may be someone that could come in and solidify the center position. So those are three guys that I'm looking at right now. Uh, I would have said a couple of weeks ago, Yadni Kajusti, who ended up uh, uh, being a third-round pick for the Patriots a couple of years ago. He never really was able to round into form because he had terrible luck with injury, but he's had a very solid end of training camp. And if he plays big minutes this coming Sunday, I look for him to maybe get that ro- that uh, final roster spot in the swing position for the Patriots. But those are four names. If I'm the Giants and I'm looking for offensive line help, those are the guys that could possibly come in and help me right away. Who are some other guys at other positions that, you know, and again, the Giants, they're always looking to upgrade, especially at the bottom of the roster, the bottom of the depth chart. Who are some other guys that you think might be on the bubble for the Patriots that maybe have Giants written all over them? Uh, two guys in particular at the linebacking core, and this really hurts me to say one of them. It actually hurts me to say both because I really like these guys, and I think that they bring a lot to the table. Uh, the first being uh, uh, linebacker Cash Malawai. Uh, last year, the Patriots brought him in as a, a draft pick, someone that's got a very high motor. He can get after the quarterback. But again, the Patriots are so deep at the linebacker position, it's going to be tough for a guy like Cash to be able to come in and be a part of a um, of the 53-man roster. If he slips through and he's able to clear waivers, he might be someone that the Patriots would want to stash on the practice squad. He's got a great amount of experience in this system, and I think he could be. The other is going to be much tougher to stash on the practice squad, and I'm not quite sure. My heart is telling me that he's going to be okay, but my head tells me that there's only so many spots available on this linebacking core, and that's Harvey Longy, a former New York Jet, and of course, a former one-time New England Patriot. The story that Harvey has in coming back from a very serious car accident in his rookie season in 2017, working his way back into not only game playing shape, but also being someone that is always in on the tackle and has a nose for the football. He's shown that this offseason and this preseason so far. So if he's available and the Giants are looking for someone to come in and really shake things up on defense and be a linebacker that could possibly be an asset, Uh, I could not recommend Harvey highly enough. I really hope he's going to remain in New England. And again, my heart's telling me he will. But if the numbers game just doesn't cooperate, uh, it's going to be awful tough for the Patriots to stash him on the practice squad. He's looked great so far in camp and in preseason. You hit the spot there because linebacker would have been the other position that I, besides offensive line that I would have guessed the Giants might be have interest in. But Mike. (laughs) Always great stuff. We will talk again tomorrow after the Giants and Patriots go through their well, their practice, tomorrow being Wednesday. For those of you who are not following, uh, we're recording this actually on Tuesday, so uh, we're a day ahead previewing it. You're going to see this on Wednesday, and then, of course, on Wednesday, Mike and I are going to record uh his observations from the joint practices and we'll just keep on doing it. Anyway, another excuse for me to talk to my good friend, Mike, love talking with him. Great stuff, Mike. Uh, We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Sounds great, Patricia. Always my honor. Always my privilege. We'll talk again soon. All right. Giant fans. Don't forget to check out the show notes where you can find Mike's Twitter handle. You can find where his work is located and you can find all the information you need about today's show, including our great sponsors. Check them out. 
Appreciate you listening. Don't forget to check us out again tomorrow. For Mike Debate, I am Patricia Trena. Thank you so much, Giant fans, for tuning in to the Locked on Giants podcast.